Well, okay, so I'm in physical therapy, so I went to physical therapy. Um, and then we went on a bike ride, my first bike ride since I fractured a bunch of bones. Dang, how did you fracture a bunch of bones? Um, wait, are we like, is, are we going now? Yeah. Okay, um, yeah, I, I in September was, I was rear-ended by a semi-truck. Dang, in a, in a car? Or yes, like, in a car, I wasn't just like on foot, but, um, yeah, so I, yeah. I semi-truck, that's massive. What kind of vehicle did you get? I had, in? I was in a Toyota Yaris. Oh, wow. So tiny. So I go sedan. I could show you. You want to see? Um, I. You have a picture of the aftermath? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Lots of yeah, pictures of the that. aftermath. It was really crazy. So um, that's not the right thing. But yeah, so this, I mean, that's afterwards. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyone in the back seat would have been dead. Yeah, I had just dropped off some friends. So if, what you know. Did, oh, and you can even see the Batman building in the back. Yeah, so wild. it's wild because I was driving home, you know, on to go to east from South Nashville. Oh. And so he pushed, he turned my car around completely, hit it into the median, and it was facing the opposite direction. At the, in this photo, you know. So, oh, my God. Yeah, I don't remember really anything. I was... I hit my head and like had a what you call a subdural hematoma, so oh, my sure. brain was bleeding and all that. So yeah. All right, don't go to sleep. Yeah. Well, no, I, I don't know. I guess I was like sort of asleep. I don't in in a way. I was like I was blacked out essentially, which uh, I've never really experienced before. So I don't remember anything, but I was like sort of awake and like crying and stuff. And people told me because some guy pulled me out of my car. Wow. How, like, <laughs> when did you come to? Or like... um, probably not until I was in the trauma bay at Vanderbilt. Wow. Yeah. Hours later? Mm -hmm. Like five hours, I would think. Oh, yeah. But you were aware that you had gotten in a car? Yeah, I was aware. Um, I, like, yeah, I just kind of was very, uh, I was just cooperating with whatever anybody told me that was like happening or that i needed to do and i was just laying down for so long wow like for like 10 days i would like couldn't really wow. move around um yeah it's been a crazy wow time that's all i mean i can only <laughs> imagine the perspective that you come away with yeah um yeah it definitely is i mean i like you know, I was in the hospital for a month, and then I had to go back home, where I'm from, to Pittsburgh, um, to recover some more for, like, two months. And so, and, like, throughout that time, like, in the hospital, you know, I went from, like, not being able to, like, get up at all to, like, being able to, like, go outside in a wheelchair and sit in the courtyard for a little bit every day, <laughs> or, like, uh -huh. yeah, and then crutches, walker crutches. Yeah, yeah, it was last year. Um, yeah, so it's been, like, six months almost seven months since it happened since it happened and you're already able to walk yeah. around and stuff? yeah it's amazing i know it's i feel really really lucky um yeah oh. i like being alive so yeah we can talk more about that in a yeah little bit. um we'll get started here mm -hmm. hey everyone welcome to nashville artist i'm jordan today laney esper is here <laughs> hey okay cool so where are you from I am from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Or to be more uh, accurate, the place I'm from is called Pleasant Hills. 
as in hell. Yeah, like in in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what? Like, how is it there? How is it there? Um, I always say that Pittsburgh is very charming. I mean, have you ever been? No. There. Okay. I mean, it's very like. It's pretty like industrial, you know, it's it's the steel city. So it definitely has that kind of like industrial feel. Um, people who are from there pretty much don't leave. It's oh. like they are die hard for their city, um, wow. which I appreciate. And yeah, like my whole family is there pretty much and has never really gone anywhere else. Wow. Aside from like maybe Philly. Um for a short time but yeah I think it's a pretty special place I don't think that I'll live there again maybe yeah (laughs) but um yeah I don't know I I like to move around a little do you have any siblings I do um I have a little sister named Lucy and a little brother named Sammy are they uh are they also into art music yeah my brother is um He's just getting, I mean, he's always kind of liked it, I think, but he's, like, been, he started to get, like, parts in musicals and stuff, which is really sweet. So I was just home for a little bit, and I got to see him in his musical. Um, It was the first time he ever had, like, a solo, and it's very sweet. And then my sister, we've always, like, all of us have always kind of, like, drawn together and things like that, but um, my sister is... Um, in cosmetology school. She actually just got her license for that. So wow. I'd say, you know, I think that's definitely an art and have been like developing more of appreciation and appreciation for that this year, like specifically. I just think it's so cool, like yeah. how much you can do with hair and things like that. You said one's younger, one's older? Or They're both younger. both younger. Yeah, I'm the oldest. Nice. Mm-hmm. Do they, you said they're back in Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to get my sister to come down here, though. Yeah, especially for cosmetology. I know, yeah. People would love that. Right. So many salons. Your face could be (laughs) anyone's portrait. So true, yeah. Or their hair. I mean, yeah, I've been, like, very... I really appreciate, like, what some people that who I know at Local Honey, like, are doing. And, like, I just think that that's so awesome and, like, so fun to, like, be able to adventure with that kind of thing. Yeah. I've learned so much about hair, all kinds of stuff, like lifestyle stuff. Yeah. Since moving to Nashville. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like you just absorb people more fashion conscious here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Definitely. I became much more aware of that when I first moved here. Yeah. Yeah. Something that we sometimes talk about, like, I mean, specifically, Joe, who is my best friend, will often say, like, that people in Pittsburgh are like almost like five years behind to like fashion wise or just oh, like yeah. there's just and I'm not hating I know that there are people who have good style there like I'm friends with them I know but it's just like a general like for the most part people here like know what's up right in terms of how to dress themselves or right I don't know yeah and it rubs off yeah you know definitely I mean? like just like and subconsciously not- yeah take it all in. right not like in an invasive way where you're like yeah. oh my gosh I'm like so aware of myself but it's just right. like oh I kind of like that like I'm actually gonna add that to my inventory exactly yeah yeah like, I like that yeah I've seen someone do like 
so many incredible things with denim. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Was, you know? <laughs> Wait, I'm so curious yeah, about yeah, like, to put the denim Because I was always like, you know, you don't want, the, what is it, the Canadian tuxedo? Oh, wait, is, yeah. I think yeah. that's what it's called. Yes. You think of that, but then there's like all these other ways. I don't know. I've I been enlightened. I'm into the Canadian tuxedo, I think. Yeah. 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 Haven't done it in a minute, but I'm like big and, you know, love to wear overalls, love anything that's like, oh, this is like, this pretty much makes up the entire outfit. You just have to add oh, something yeah. that goes under one part, you know? Like so, Carhartt or something? Yeah. yeah. I mean, actually, I don't have any Carhartt, but, um, like, I have some, like, Dickies denim and then, like, a camo pair. Oh, and, yeah? A camo pair of denim? Oh, I haven't seen that. Well, I guess it's not denim, but they're overall, so oh. that's that's a big part of the... That is something I definitely need to add to my arsenal. Overalls. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Of course. Well, it's like a one. It's so simple. Like, you just get to wear your big onesie. Yeah. I have a jumpsuit, <laughs> but it's like for winter time. Yeah. Like it doesn't have like yeah, insulation for little, you. Yeah, it's a little thick, and so okay. it's like I'm already I get I burn up anyways. So yeah. I want to get like a yellow one though. Oh, that would just, be good. Be walking around like a banana. You know? I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. But um, anyways, what? So what were you into as a little kid? Um, I think when I think of my childhood, I I think about scavenger hunts a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah, my dad would always when I like, I don't know. He would like come home from work. He's a firefighter, so he would like you know be gone for like a few days. Um. I think like three days, one, three days, I don't know, but he, or no, that doesn't make sense. That's, oh no, it does. Anyway, sorry. So he um, would, you know, maybe get me like a little toy or something like that or whatever. It just like, there's no occasion, but he would just kind of create a scavenger hunt for me around the house. And um, he like, he's a really good writer. Um, it's not something that he's ever really done much about um but he you know would make really clever rhymes and like awesome clues for me and I'm talking like I'm six or seven so I had to be able to like kind of right. read what it was Good. but he was really clever and he's I would you know go around the house and find my prize ah, that's so awesome. yeah I think about that a lot I love I love things like that wow what so your dad's a firefighter what? he retired but yes uh, Okay. Yeah, he was a firefighter. Well, what was your mom? Or um, She, for like my childhood, she kind of bartended a bit. Then she sort of didn't work, cleaned houses. Um, she like started to like maybe want to do real estate. Uh, uh, and then she works in jewelry now. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Are they like outside of their jobs? Are they like arts? Do they do any artistic stuff? Or um, not really? I would say my mom is a really amazing cook, and I think that that is an art for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then my dad is, like, one of my primary influences for my taste in music, I would say. Also my mom. Like, she – I think that there's, you know, a dichotomy between the two of them where it's, like, my dad is the more, like, folky, like – uh, those things are like rock sort of things and my mom like when we when I was little like we would always listen to like this one Gwen Stefani CD all the time uh, or like she loves Eminem like 
oh, Beastie wow. Boys, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I think I had a good, wow, a good dichotomy. Was he like taste. listening to like a lot of Neil Young, and then she was listening to? Okay, so she's like you know Eminem. Yeah, <laughs> those nine, ones. late 90s. Yeah, that like kind of like rap, hip hop type of stuff. And then my dad, I, like he loves like Tom Petty. And um, I mean, we listened to the Beatles a lot when I was little. He was like huge, like Weezer when oh, I was wow. growing up. That was like big. I think maybe because I liked it too. Um, nice. Uh, like what else? Indigo Girls. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't, they're, I mean, when they were like, you know, our age in their 20s and early 30s, whatever, they were like going to big festivals and stuff all the time together. Like, I have this shirt of my mom's from Lilith Fair. Do you know Lilith about Lilith Fair? Fair? Yeah, uh, it's like a all women festival from like, I have a shirt from 98, and wow. that's the year I was born. So, and it has, you know, a lot of really cool, female artists wow. that were on the lineup. I'm guessing your parents were in their 20s and the 90s? Uh, yeah. So my they got married like a few years before I was born. So they were like in their late 20s and the late 90s. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's right. Wow. Yeah. Crazy to think about. I, I keep thinking about this because it was like 10 years ago. Like no one would care about your crappy flip phone or like an old <laughs> you know video camera or whatever but now that it's that's 20 years ago yeah that's going back oh yeah because like, for so long i was thinking like 20 years ago was the 80s you know what i mean like yeah i was, like, I was no 90s, that is true it is kid and so i was like that is wild to like, think about they were probably like it's weird that people think 80s music is classic rock that's how i feel about 90s music yeah, oh but if you think about like, um, like Kurt Cobain and yeah, like that's what that is now for kids who are. It is, and it's crazy <laughs> like, to think about because I'm like, dude. I mean, I love Nirvana, but I'm like some really dark, like, like, sure. like, but like '70s and '80s music. It was kind of like childish, a little lighter, yeah, a little yeah, lighter. Even sure. if it was Guns and Roses, all right, they like to get drunk, whatever, you know. Like, <laughs> but them. it was like, but it was like '90s. It was like self sabotage, and it was like, you know, depression, yeah. and it was like suicide, and like, you know what I mean? Like all yeah. the bands were like embodying these like really dark topics, and it's like how it's crazy that that's getting put into a pop light now. That is interesting to think about, just because. I think that so much of like what I see on the internet from the generation just you know below me below us like he like they they definitely cling to that kind of spirit of yeah just like yeah definitely darker yeah the, or the old or just like I don't know it's like uh, maybe to me like indies seem more nostalgic to me probably. Uh, than the 2000s, probably just because I was born at the beginning of the 90s. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that same nostalgia as someone who was born in the 2000s. Yeah. What I mean? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm going off on a tangent here. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> um, but anyways, it's just, like, weird that that, like, because, like, you think about corn. I'm like, that music's so intense. Right. I like, I mean, I like Tool, I like those bands, whatever, but it's just, like, crazy that that's, like, 
I don't know, like, oh, it's just classic rock. The primary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, it's so intense music. But yeah. Anyways. For sure. So what first got you into art? Um, I don't know. I think I, I've kind of been thinking about this lately because I'm just, like, having some memories come up from childhood. Um, there was this one time, like, I... um. Good, yeah, it's good. I was making sure it was. (laughs) Uh, There was this one time, or just kind of growing up, I would always on Christmas, we like have a huge family because my grandpa's family is from Syria and there were 13 siblings. So, and I say grandpa, but I would actually call him Jiddu, that's like the Arabic. I'd probably say it differently than it would actually be said. Um, but so we would always have Christmas at my aunt Bobo's house and like it was huge because there's so many of us. Cause there's so many children in that family. Um, but I would always like grab my cousins and tell them to like come under the snack table with me. So like imagine us under this table and there's like a little bit of <laughs> a cloth, you know? And I'm like, all right, like we're meeting right now because we're going to do a show <laughs> in, the, in the like kitchen. Cause there's like a um, curtain that right. goes into like the room where the adults would get their alcohol or whatever. Uh, and I would be like, all right, we're going to perform jingle bells and like this song and this song. And so I would be like, okay, everybody come into the kitchen now and pull the curtains and we would perform it for them, which is so funny to me because I've always thought of myself as like kind of like a shy kid a little bit or just like not. I don't know though, because I was always like making friends on like vacation and stuff like that. But I oh, think yeah. that I just never thought of myself as someone who would do any sort of like performance art. Um, and I was, I was spearheading that yeah. as like a six, seven year old. Um, I just think that's really funny. But yeah, I think I don't know. Ever since I was pretty little, I was like oh, this is interesting to me. I don't remember like a specific time where I was like, this is something I want, but I like just kind of was like, oh, in third grade, I like told my friends like we're starting a band and it was called Pixie Dust. Oh, wow. We didn't do anything, Um, but like I wrote songs and I brought my papers to recess that I wrote them on and I, (laughs) you know, I told them like, this is how it goes and I would sing it to them and I gave everyone their, like, I was like, you're the drummer. Like I told this one girl she could be the manager because I was like, that's too many people in a band. And wow. um, so I don't know. I was always like third grade doing stuff like that, but I never really, I don't know. I didn't think of it seriously Hmm. for a very long time. Yeah. Did you like to, I guess you like to play pretend? Yes, definitely. We also, on the, on the subject of recess, um, we also created this world. It was just like another world that you would go to and you had to like jump over a rock, like a big stone, like three times there was this stone in the field hmm. and then you would enter the world. Oh, wow. We were in our other dimension at recess and there was like a dark Lord in the forest and he was like trying to get this key from, <laughs> Wow! I need to start a D and D campaign what, is what we're, <laughs> what was the playground like? Um, 
It was kind of like, so the top was like a big field and then there was, you know, your classic slides, monkey bar type deal. Um, And then there was a hill and you could go down and there was like swing set there, seesaw, um, kickball type. Was it next to woods? Yes. So the field is where the woods were and that's where the dark lord lived. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Yeah. I had woods next to my playground, yeah. too. And so I was like, I don't know. And we used to play pretend yeah, in the that's woods. That's awesome. But. Yeah, I love to pretend for sure. Recess. Man, I have so many memories from recess. It's a really beautiful part of life. It is. Yeah. Go out and play. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, even today, like, we went on a bike ride together, and I love to be like, you guys want to ride bikes? Like, that's just such a kid, yeah. sweet kid thing to say. Yeah. You want to ride oh, bikes man. today? That's how I feel when I go skiing. Yeah, I've never skied. Like a kid. Oh, I would love to ski. I'm a little scared of, like, my bones, but, oh, yeah. <laughs> but like, I mean, you, can start out, you know, it yeah. happened, like, it's 24 when that happened, so it's, I mean, I'm 25 now, it's, it's oh. been a few months, but, um, you know, I th- I'll be okay eventually yeah. to do things like that again. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So how did you start out, like, in school or, like, I guess with music or? Yeah. Which um, which part, I guess, did you? Wait. So you're asking, wait. <laughs> Sorry, like, I guess when you were younger, did you, were you, like, gravitating towards music or? Yeah. I did the classic, like fourth grade third grade they were like hey everybody's gonna learn an instrument now and I was like okay and so in third grade I was like I'm gonna play the trumpet and I tried (laughs) and that just didn't really pan out for me and so um then I in fourth grade was like okay no moving on let's do clarinet and I did that for a little bit um also didn't pan out I think that my parents, like, let me quit things too much when I was little. Oh, yeah. And you're, like, were you kind of, like, one week I want to do it, next week? Yeah, I like, I would just be kind of, like, okay, like, yeah. And, you know, they had to, like, pay to rent the instrument for the year or whatever. And there, I would be, like, I don't know if I want to do it. But it's, like, oh, you should have made me do it. Um, I know it's not, like, I can't really blame them. Yeah. Because I was probably really pushing to not yeah. play. But... I do sometimes, like, really wish that they would have. Um, So, yeah, I did that kind of thing. And then from there, I don't know, in elementary school, too, I was in some, I was in, like, some musicals. Um, I played a deer one time. A deer? Yeah. It was, like, a Beauty and the Beast Christmas uh, special. I'm not sure what that was about, but I... Yeah, I played a deer, got to, like, sing, and I remember, like, having to audition, and it was so scary, like, standing in a line and, like, singing, like, one line from a song or something, but it was, like, a theater outside of my school that my parents found, so, um, yeah, so I guess I've kind of done things like that my whole life, which is funny to think about, so, yeah, I was, like, in middle school musicals at, like, a church nearby, um, Yeah, and then I didn't really, like, I didn't move into, like, being, like, oh, I'm going to, like, write songs. I I always sort of did, but I never showed anybody 
or like talked about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I, in high school or anything? Yeah. I would like try to practice guitar at home. Oh, really? Yeah. But I never really, never really like was like, hey, by the way, I sing or I don't know. I kind Put of yourself was out like, there, I guess. yeah. Kind of kept it yeah, to yourself. I was a little secret about it. When did you come out of your shell? Whatever. Mm. Like start sharing it. I guess college, sort of. I um I was we our college had these things called coffee houses. Wow. Like where so I was on like the event planning team for my my college. It's tiny Christian school in Florida. Oh, it's in, what was it called? Palm Beach Atlantic University. Huh. There's a lot of stuff on the internet about them right now, <laughs> which I'm embarrassed about. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it's really embarrassing. But, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm still grateful for the education that I have from the professors there, but I don't like what's happening. Hmm. They, to to just like give you context, they fired one of or fired like oh fired one of my favorite professors in um, this year because he had a section in one of his honors courses about um, racial justice. What? And they they said that he they like put him on not on trial but just like we're looking into everything and saying that he was indoctrinating students. Like, don't teach MLK or... Yeah, like, just stuff like that. Like, he would just talk oh. about, like, what was going on right now with racial justice and, like, just normal stuff that like, is just true well, history that oh, people need to know teacher. about. He was, um, like, honors is kind of that. It's, like, humanities-ish. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. liberal arts education. Yeah, I, like I mean, yeah, he wasn't saying anything, like, with an opinion, you know, to be, like... This is what I believe too. politically or whatever, but I mean, I don't know. Even if a professor did say that, you don't have to take, and he did not, but yeah. you, you don't have to take everything Literally. that someone says as, yeah. you know, gospel. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, that's really frustrating, but yeah. So circling back. You um, studied art or music there? No, I studied English literature. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, so. then I got a question. Okay. <laughs> Do you, um, okay, well, I'm sure that, like, really helped songwriting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely, I think, you know, I always wrote a lot of poetry. Um and like took some like creative writing courses in college and started to feel, you know, more confident in my like writing capabilities because of that. And, you know, that professor would have us reach out to like small journals and things like that to have them publish pieces. And I, you know, had the opportunity to do that and got a few poems published, which was really cool. And that kind of like, I think started to give me more confidence to share. Nice. So yeah. they started like a lot of your songs started off as poetry or? Um, I would say that just generally I wrote poetry a lot. And then, I don't know, sometimes like, just like think of words in the form of a melody and like have to record it on my phone. Um, 
like while driving or in the shower or whatever. And then that's sort of when I started to be like, okay, I'm actually going to sit down and do this. And not until like right after college did I like sit down and actually write like an entire song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There are always bits and pieces around. So you play guitar as well? Yeah. I'm, I'm not like awesome. Okay. <laughs> like what what would you say like singing is your main yeah i like to sing the most um i i like guitar it's just hard i didn't you know really start like i like always have like sort of tried to play and known a little bit but not until like right after college should i start to play a lot more okay yeah nice. and we kind of talked about this earlier but why would you say you're drawn to music um yeah I think that just like here like listening to it so much growing up and like knowing that it gave me a different feeling about every experience sort of like you can I don't know I can you know connect so many feelings and experiences to songs just because of the way that it made me feel you know how old you were when you like first discovered that Mm, I think that I think about like the first house that I really lived in and that's you know in the six to seven range I feel like I'm really thinking about those ages as we're talking yeah like I remember you know being in my dad he had like a little truck um and like sitting in the jump seats in the behind him, you know? Oh yeah. Um, do you know what I what mean? What kind of truck was it? Oh or the, it, the seats. Maybe that... like a Nissan. Oh but yeah. With the seats like, on the side. And they're on the side and you like can put them down. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah and yeah. I was like so little, so I could just, you know, sit in there. And yeah, I remember like that's where I taught myself how to whistle. Like just like oh, little yeah. things like that that are very sweet. And yeah, and like I don't know, my parents were always doing things to like they were giving me things like my dad got me a guitar when I was like seven and wow. I think because he you know he wanted that for himself yeah yeah which is cool like I, I bet I asked but I think yeah. that you know he was probably like giving me yeah. the the gifts to like um guide me yeah now in you'll, some ways yeah now you'll get to do that you'll be, mm-hmm. like, be great yeah, it was cool. They got me a harmonica one time. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, just like run around. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I was given a harmonica too as a little really? kid. I, I don't, it's a good, it's like, a good, it's a good child. kid toy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a good it's, kid instrument. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, what are they going to do? You can contribute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, they're not going to break it, you know? It's yeah, like, right. I mean, and if you do, it'll be all right. It's a harmonica. Get a new one. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. A low stakes gift instrument. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the tagline for harmonica. Harmonica. Low stakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My God. That's hilarious. So how now how do you develop your artistic skills? Yeah. Um honestly, I mean, so much of I feel like my development with any art has been just like being connected to people who are doing it and like who I admire and are doing like what I want to do. Um, 
so yeah, being here has been so special. I, you know, upon moving here, kind of like I wasn't even gonna pursue making my own music. I was going to, I had been like writing for a music editorial for a while, um, based in Brooklyn called The Wild Honey Pie. Oh, wow. And, um, which I still sometimes do contribute there, but I, you know, was coming here and thinking, okay, I'll work in the industry somehow. Like maybe I'll do some more music journal journalism type of stuff. Um, and then I didn't. So. Okay, cool. So what of all time, who are some of your favorite bands and artists? Yeah. All time. Um, well, I mean, Alex G is my favorite, generally. Um, I would say, you know, like, to be, like, currently. I love Alex G. I do really love Pine Grove. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, who in the past. Like, I, in, like, my early high school years, my dad discovered the Avit Brothers. Oh, and. Yeah we all were like obsessed and that's kind of always going to be, I think a staple of my life, my listening life. Um, like Wilco Dawes. Oh yeah. Wilco. Yeah. I love Wilco. I've seen Wilco several Have times. Have you? Uh, I want to see them. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Glenn Koji drummer. Yeah. I've met him. He's really cool. That's so neat. Yeah, That's cool for you as a drummer. Yeah. He, yeah, he, I, I think have, Jeff Tweedy is a genius. Yeah, I love the Star Wars album. Wait, what? The album's called Star Wars. I don't know. I don't even think I know that. Yeah, it came out a couple of years ago. It's more progressive. It's okay, like, I'll have to listen. Yeah. It's an, under Wilco or under Jeff? Wilco. Okay, cool. I have to listen to it. Because I remember I'm when like, they, I was like, Dude, that's bold. I'm also like, kind of like, how can you, how dare you? How is that allowed? Like, <laughs> Star Wars is one of my favorite things. How can you just like. But you like it. Yeah. So cool. he it's, got you. Yeah, he, he did well. I was happy. Yeah. I think if I'm like thinking back, back to like, if I'm just going all around, I do really like, um, you know, like Jonathan Richmond. He's cool. Uh, I got into a really big like uh, phase with the Kinks. Oh yeah, they're awesome. Oh well, yeah. Currently, my favorites right now are definitely MJ Lenderman, Alex G, and probably like I can't stop listening to Wednesday's album that just came out last week. Which MJ Lenderman and Wednesday lead singers are dating. And I think that's really sweet. So MJ Linderman's uh, his own thing, or like it's yeah, one, it's, it's his like solo. band. Oh, okay. I yeah, because I think his name is Jake. Okay, cool. I'll check these out. They're so good. That was my favorite album last year. Was his? Do you know like was there a song or anything when you were a little kid? And you're like, wow, I, I want to mm. sing. Or I got really. I mean, early into listening to it, I really like the song Under Control by him. Um, but they're all so good. Or who were you, like, when you were a little kid, who were oh, you? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Um, they're badass. I want to be like them. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I feel like a big one was, like, 
I guess, is it, I know that, is it the Dixie Chicks, but I know it's the Chicks now. Yeah, but you like, can just say Is Dixie it like wide open spaces? Is that them? Oh, I think, I think so. I think so. That, I was like, whoa, like, I'm a free little woman. <laughs> that was a special one. Um, but yeah, I think that, and then even like being super little and hearing Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yeah. That made me feel crazy in an awesome way. Like, I was like, I mean, you just run all over the this house. is going to be like, well, like, I, I'm specifically remembering being in the truck, like, with my dad or in his, like, he had, like, a blue Santa Fe, which is what I learned to drive in. Um, and, like, having, you know, one of those in the tape machine and just being like, this is amazing. Like, just so much feeling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The harmonies. Yeah. Power of also, the voices. Also, like, freaking landslide, being little and hearing landslide. Oh, yeah. Huge. Oh, yeah. Fleetwood Mac. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is, I feel like Stevie Nicks is, like, a very sacred person to, like, every little girl. Almost. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big one, for sure. Yeah, right. wide open spaces and landslide. I haven't really thought about that, but I do think that they were both like super integral to me being like, oh, this is awesome. Cool that it was women. Yeah. So, where do you find inspiration? Mm, I think probably. <laughs> just like from experience and also just being I think outside is really nice lately I've been like thinking about bugs a lot and stuff like that and writing <laughs> about them some um certain people just really bring it out I really love people and so you know yeah just experiences with people like watching them experiencing them sharing things with them um it's funny how like i don't know specific people can really like bring it out yeah even if it's not like a romantic thing it's just like this connection like makes me want to make something oh yeah yeah they like inspire you to like feel yeah compelled. yeah definitely what um what kind of bugs? Bugs? Um, I wrote something about, like, well, I would call them potato bugs potato usually bugs. when I'm little, but, like, pill bugs, you know? Like, do you know, do you know what I'm referring bugs? to? I'm not sure. Um, it's the ones that, like, they're, like, gray and little. Rolly polies? Yes, yes. That's actually probably what I called them when I was little. Rolly polies, Rolly yeah. polies. But, you know what, that's actually maybe better for a lyric. I'm, I think I just said the pill bug. Oh, yeah. But I was talking about how, like, like sometimes if you touch me or something, I'm gonna like curl up and like hide. Oh, yeah. yeah, something like that. Um, so I'm thinking about those. Something about me is that I really love snails. Um, I haven't written about snails, but I am reading a book about them right now. Oh, really? Yes. What's the book called? Um, it is called "The Sound of a Wild Snail Eating." Wow. Yes, it's very good. I was gonna ask you what um. 
what kind of books? I'm assuming you like to read books. I do. I what kind of read? I want to spend more time reading books. Um, my favorite book is "I Capture the Castle" by Dodie Smith. Um, it's just like a coming of age novel in like a dilapidated castle in England. Um, the main character is just so honest. It's really sweet to like know her. Um, so I like things like that. I really like, I'm definitely kind of a fiction girl. Um, I really like this one book by John Steinbeck called Cannery Row. It's a short, it's like a novella. Um, it's short, but he, it's just neat because you get to know so many different characters and you feel like you are with them. And I love that. That's the type of book that I like is whenever I'm like, oh, I'm like so, you know, a part of your world whenever I'm here. Have you read The Grapes of Wrath? I haven't. Oh, wow. I know. I haven't read like the big Steinbeck that, novels. That book will make you feel like you are there. Yeah. I mean, when he starts He's talking, an amazing writer. Yeah. When he starts talking about the, the encampments out west because people yeah. are going west gold mm-hmm. and they, these encampments had set up to put people to work and they only pay them just as much so that they can spend the money in their own little shop to get food mm-hmm. and so then they have to stay there and just keep working and i'm like oh my god yeah it's like a dead end like well, just, like he just makes you feel stuck the, yeah stuck. yeah it's horrible but I, like, yeah but like so neat that he's like able to really capture that yeah yeah I, it is crazy period. sometimes, like, when you step out from reading something and it's like, oh, like, I feel like I'm still there. Or, like, the residue is still on me from this story, which is so neat. Yeah. Yeah. So you read mostly fiction? I would say so. I think that the Sound of Wild Snow Eating is not. So, I'm yeah, not sure. Would, Maybe it is. But, but she's, she's would, it's like a, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say that would make sense. It's not fiction yeah but it's not like it is like giving me snail facts you know but it's more like it's about this woman who she's like sick like sort of like an like a hospice type situation and her friend brings her a pot from outside with a violet flower planted and there's a snail in there and i don't think her friend even noticed that there was a snail but it's like it becomes like her pet in this like Sort of hospital situation and oh, wow. she just watches it every day because she can't really move um and yeah so it's mainly just like her musings and like uh, on the snail and how it is relating to us Life. and yeah her experience it's really cool wow yeah snails, and snails. How, how slow they move yeah did you know that they um remember what it's called but if they like don't like their their current circumstances like if it's like a little cold or something or i don't know they'll just like go into hibernation wow they'll like create this thing that kind of yeah their shell takes them in well not just their shell but they make something even more with like their i don't know if it's called mucus i'm probably using the wrong term but they'll like make this thing and it will just encapsulate them for long and then maybe they'll peek out and be like you know a few months later oh it's better i'm gonna 
the little eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Snails. I need to study snails more. Yeah, there's a lot to learn about them from them. Right. So <laughs> what are your strengths and weaknesses as an artist? Um gosh. Well, immediately my mind goes to weaknesses. I think hmm. I think that I just have such a hard time having, you know, the, what is it called whenever you, my brain is being silly. No, not confidence, but like, um, I just, oh my gosh, my brain is so, whenever you like, I, I need to practice more is essentially what I'm thinking. Like I want to like discipline. devote discipline. Yes. Thank you. I want to have more discipline in practicing, you know, the guitar or I, I really want to learn, you know, I'm saying really like that so passionately, but I should probably just freaking do it. But I want to learn, you know, kind of more about like production. And, um, so I would say that, you know, I, I think that I do lack discipline or, I don't know, maybe I'm being hard on myself, but yeah, there's just there's more discipline. There's more. just so much that there's so many hours, but so much of it is spent like on my phone or whatever, which is so like, that is ugly. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't want to be doing that. I would rather, you know, be doing something that's actually going to be important for me. Because I'm not going to remember some silly video I saw in 10 years. Oh, yeah. I'm going to remember. I'm going to remember by muscle memory being better at the thing that I want to get better at. So, yeah, I'm kind of just preaching myself now. But um, I would say strengths is that I really am like super. I don't really know anything about like theory, like music theory or which sounds maybe like weakness, but I, yeah, I like have never, this has never been like my whole life. And I think that gives me perspective in a different way where yeah. I'm like, I, this isn't something that I like have always done. And so I'm not, I don't get like stuck in some ways that I think some of my friends have told me that they feel stuck when Never too much. Yeah. Or like, yeah. And paralyzed by like over and like overstimulating, yes. like knowing too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like knowing how something would be perfect and like uh -huh. not being able to get there because I don't know. Yeah. Like knowing too much can sometimes be not great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that there is something nice about, um, you know, I'd never really done anything until I was. I guess I was 23, like never really like finished a song or brought it to someone or something like that. Um, and yeah, I think that that definitely helped me be, I think that I'm in a much better state than I would have been if I were younger and trying and like, I'm creating things that I like better than I probably would have whenever I was younger. If I had just like, I don't know. Yeah. You're creating things now that you wouldn't have created when you were younger? I feel or? like not. Yeah, yeah, I think that I needed the experiences to inform like to go, what I'm making now. Go off and do other yeah. things that aren't music. Yeah. 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 
that's you gotta remain a child like curiosity yes okay that's like huge childlike curiosity yes don't be curious pessimistic or cynical is the biggest thing yeah i read something the other day where someone said like the like i don't know what it was something about just like all things that are like kind of bad are rooted in fear into like but curiosity is like the antithesis of that yeah the wonder childlike sense of wonder right wow what if this happens Uh yeah and i think like when I am, you know, making something, like if I'm in the studio with Thad, who is who does my production, um, and does my friend, uh, he like, I don't know, I'll just kind of be like, like, what if we did this? And it's just so fun because anything you could do anything. Yeah. Get, yeah. <laughs> be excited about it. Yeah. Get it. Like, right. Yeah. I feel like that is the greatest strength in anyone is if they can remain a child and don't let yeah. life beat it out of them. Mm-hmm. Some people are too skeptical or, yes, you know, because once I realized this, like whatever you search for, you'll find. If you look for bad stuff, you'll find it. If you look for good stuff, you'll find it. Right. So yeah. You kind of choose. And so I'm like, Gotta be careful where you dig. Yeah. And you gotta like yeah. Not not like what you were talking about earlier. Take getting in like when people not everyone's word is dogma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Or don't be trapped yeah. by dogma. Totally. Yes. Was, yeah. That is that is a great strength. Um, so how would you best describe the type of artist you are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, I mean, I would definitely say that I'm a curious one. Um, And I don't know, I just, I like think about this. One of my friends said to me recently um, that like when he watches me watch people playing live music, like he thinks that I am enjoying it more than anyone in the world, (laughs) like enjoys it. And I... I think that that's so sweet and like I like I feel that I am sort of an artist for the people because I'm I just get so excited about other people like what they're doing and I yeah it just it really excites me um and I just like want to you know uplift what other people are doing all the time it's like the most exciting thing to talk about so that and um yeah, I'm just, I feel like I'm an artist baby as well, because I'm just, I'm new at all of it. It feels so new still. Um, yeah. Like, so, what about, like, um, the type of music? Like, would you yeah. say, like, indie or, like? Yeah, um, I would say indie. I've been, like, some of it's a little folky. There you know, some ambient elements. Um, but I definitely... I like things, I like to listen to things that have a little crunch. Um, so that's kind of what I am moving towards or would like to. I would like a little bit more like Lo-fi. chaos. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like I like, there's this one song that sometimes 
when I perform it, or actually always when I perform it, I want everyone to scream so loud during this, like, just sort of instrumental part. And I always want everyone to, like, howl. I just want people to be crazy. I think it's so fun. I think it, maybe it is sort of that childish, like, childlike nature. Like, let down your guard. Yeah, like, it's just so exciting to, like, think about everyone just, like, yelling. It's so fun to yell. <laughs> like, primal. why not yell? Yeah, it is primal. The carnal instinct yes. of, of yelling that is what I desire. Especially, especially when you're at a concert. There's yeah. music going. It's like tribal. And it's hard, it's like... too, because I think that people, like, it is difficult sometimes to be in a crowd here because people are not interested in, like, having that kind of excitement all of the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can get these people. Yeah, there's very much a, a crossed arm, yeah. arms across chest, like, <laughs> A little bit of a nod. They'll be like, watch this. I won't have a good time at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, jeez, Scott. You're yeah. Not, you're having a I mean, there's so, time, yeah, like, there's so much to experience here on the daily. So, like, I why not, like, fully just. Every day is new here. Get into it. That's amazing. Like, everywhere you go here, whether there's someone performing something or something, Someone had to practice to be wherever they are. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not it's like, so sweet to think about. In like actually. certain towns, it's like, this is Billy's first gig and he <laughs> and his buddies are drunk and haven't really practiced. And yeah. like, so we're at the mercy of how well they're going to play. Right. But here it's like everyone's serious. even if And it's they're like all a, really good. Yeah. And they're all really good. Like even if it's not something you're into, it's like, yeah, I, I know that you're so good at this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's neat, but yeah, people can be very just like, no, dude, like I'm not jaded. I'm not gonna yell. <laughs> yeah, the jaded, the uh, the chronic malcontents. Mm -hmm. For sure. Nothing is cool to them. They're too blasé. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, okay, cool. So, where did you record Farm Cat? Yeah, so um, in Thad Kopeck's studio, which was his home, but is now just a studio. Um, but yeah, so he did that in his studio, which is where I've recorded everything, really. I just, like, sort of recorded something with a different friend, like, two weeks ago, which was really fun. Um, that's the first time I've done that. Like, Thad is just, like, the guy. Oh, really? Yeah. What does he, like orchestrate the other instruments like yeah okay. um i mean we i come you know sort of with like guitar bare bones type stuff um come with like chords and things like that but you know he knows more than me um he's really good at the like production side he's so good yeah um it just like is kind of a a magic like magic connect that we have been so lucky to have which is really cool. Um, but yeah, I wrote Farm Cat the night before we recorded it. Wow. <laughs> what what did you what gave you the idea to write Farm Cat? Ooh. Um, <laughs> I so I actually do you know like those getaway cabins? Yeah, You've I think so. Those? Yeah, with like the big window and people are like with their dog. It's there's lots of ads. I feel like I don't know. I think so. It's like a mini retreat kind of. Yes. Thing. So I like. I did that for one night by myself. I was like, 
this will be fun. I'm going to go stay in this cabin. And I had like a discount from some yoga class I took during COVID time, like in my house on Zoom. There was somehow it was like sponsored. And so I had this discount from then and I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. And so I went, brought my little classical guitar and um, I, you know, was thinking about this person that I really liked and had like had a huge crush on for like months after, you know, they told me they just wanted to be friends, but they, they approached me first to like try and like take me out or whatever. And I was like, okay, I didn't really, I was like, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't even know it was a date. And then I was like, oh my gosh, they just want to be my friend. Now I love them. So, um, essentially, yeah, I wrote that about like just really essentially being down bad for them if you're if we're using some uh lingo slang down bad like you like them but they don't I like just you. like them so much uh, and it was like what do I do with this you're you know? suffering yeah I was suffering I was I was yearning um and yeah so I wrote it about him and um at me as the cat me as the little farm cat. Um, I mean, I think that probably that was, I gotta say it was probably influenced by the fact that I do have a cat um, that I love very much. And I was probably thinking about her to me. So what's her name? Tooth. Tooth. Yes. Wow. That's my girl. It's the first pet I've ever met or heard about. No named name Tooth. Tooth. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, I like it. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, she's special. Nice. Mm-hmm. How long have you had her? Oh, I've had her um, <laughs> a little over a year, like oh, a year wow. and two months or three months. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I yeah. love cats. My parents have cats. I don't have any cats, but. Yeah. It's so funny. Like anytime I go into someone's house now after having her, I'm like, oh, you have any pets? Like I've never been like that before, but I feel like homes don't feel alive to me now unless there's a little animal roaming around that's true yeah, yeah. i can't imagine her not being there because you can feel their presence yeah there it's so nice like i'm never alone yeah she's there i don't know if she would do anything to like protect me <laughs> but, <laughs> but she's there exactly she, she'll be your friend while mm-hmm. you go through it all yeah she's, she's been there for some cries for sure and then, like, because you release Farm Cat as an EP or, or like, a it's two, on an EP, two songs. Well, so I'm about to release an EP in next month. Um, but it will be on that. It's just like the way that distribution works. We're doing a lot of singles. Oh yeah, makes yeah. Sense. We're in, yeah. I mean, it's so silly, but it's just the you gotta way have it. In, you gotta to keep bringing silly. it out. Yeah, yeah, everyone's like, oh. You have to like, like yeah. surprise, there's another one. Yeah. Um, so you can't be like, here's all 10 of my songs. No. And then you're like, I don't have to watch, right? They won't listen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you yeah. have to just like feed them little bits. Hansel and Gretel them. Yeah. Until, you know. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Farm Cat. And then, well, so I did, a, I released one single before Farm Cat, which is, 
uh, probably what you're referring to, Lisa. Yeah, Lisa, want. if you want. Um, yeah, I released that. And then, well, actually, I released it. I had the date set, you know, and then I was in the hospital when it was released because it was like two days after I wow. had an accident. So, um, yeah, and then Farm Cat, I was like, ooh, like we had to put this on pause for a little while because I like, I just was recovering. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you want to come perform? Right? You're like, I can't right Actually, now. Actually, though, a few people did like talk to me when I was in the hospital asking if I could like have play a gig or I had to cancel one. Um, yeah, and I was like, ooh, I can't. <laughs> so, yeah, but some now point, you can. I, c- I could now. I like to jump, so I want to make sure I could jump. I like to jump around. Oh. Just dance around a little bit. Jump. Oh, I see. Yeah, when you're like performing. If I'm performing, yes. Yeah, I do, that's cool. I do like that. So when you perform, do you have like a band or is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, my friends play with me. I, my drummer is my friend Jesse Lindsayan who is also such a phenomenal photographer. Um, And then I have my friend Dave, who plays guitar for me. My friend Jacob Talent, who plays the bass. And then I will, you know, sometimes I play a little bit of guitar. The last gig before I got crunched by the truck, I played, like, a song kind of on my own, which was so scary, but I did it. So normally you're like just I'm usually with the just like singing, yeah. I yeah, maybe that's that's my goal soon is to be able to like I want to play along. That's so fun. Yeah, connecting. There's the a harmony. certain like energy that comes with that. Like you get to like I like watching people who are playing look at each other and like be feeling it. Yeah, it's so the, sweet. The like there's such a here. yeah. There's a sweet connection connectivity with that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, cool. So, well, like, what initially brought you here? Um. Well, I was, I was kind of off and on dating somebody who lived here, and so I would come to visit. Um, and that we weren't even dating when I moved here, actually. But I, you know, we were still connected, and so moved here. I also, like, I went to school in Florida, and I had been home for a year, like, graduated college in my bedroom. Because um, of COVID. Yeah, because yeah. my school was shut down. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to give myself one year to just, like, save up and then move somewhere. And so I was kind of in between here and D.C. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I decided on here. What, why was it between here and D.C.? Um, my best friend was living in BC, uh, and also NPR is there. And I really wanted to like try and intern there or just like to do like music journalism stuff. Um, she had actually just interned there for their like event internship. Um, and yeah, I, I just like wanted to be with her as well. So, and then also like here for also music surroundings and um i just knew i liked it from being here the like landscape is not much different from pennsylvania to me in some ways i mean it's a little hotter in the summer i think but so they're both humid pittsburgh's super humid oh really yeah it's weird it's so close to ohio i don't know if that's like Hmm. i don't know if ohio is maybe climate yeah the pittsburgh feels humid Maybe it's just the way that, I don't know. Yeah. 
way that like, the earth is scooped there. I don't know. Yeah, spring and summer here. I mean, spring and fall here are like and the fashionable times. And yeah. And it's to like sticky summer. Yeah. It's, like, it's, like, it's I, a little bit brutal. It's like you want to wear pants, or, but you don't because, I don't know. Like, yeah. Sweating in the pants. The thing is that I hate summer fashion. Like, I yeah, hate I know, to wear shorts and tank top. That's or, my yeah. least favorite same here outfit to wear yeah like <laughs> fall and winter i mean even winter you have layers so yeah can be more fashionable yes that feels a little bit better to me a turtleneck yeah can't go wrong cool yeah yeah i'm definitely more of a cold person like I yeah get i mean you're really like hot yeah i just like i burn up mm-hmm. so like cold climate just seems more comforting because you can just put on more clothes right yeah i think um, i i maybe feel the same way but i also like the amphibious lifestyle of swimming and being in the hot swimming is my favorite thing to do maybe ever oh yeah yeah you should go down to have you ever been to chattanooga i have yeah there's many wonderful swimming spots okay it's blue, not that far blue holes is what we call them there's a we, there's a place in Pittsburgh that is called Blue Hole that we would oh, go really? and we it's like a really you could like jump really is it high. like in the woods yeah sick yeah super I far into the sw- woods I love swimming holes in the woods it's so cool I was you like, like jump like twenty feet from this cliff oh wow it's awesome. very fun yeah yeah I, I do love doing things like that yeah I love the I wish Nashville had more amphibious. I go to the lake a lot oh, in yeah? the summer yeah like, do you do you run a boat no, we just like we go up to like uh that like the camp Seven Points campground oh, okay. and uh go swim there. I guess it's Percy Breeze. Yeah, it's Percy yeah. Breeze. So we will go and swim there That's a lot. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward. Gotta to... be able to get in water somehow. I know. I'm like, I have to be able to get in the water. Mm-hmm. And if I see water, I'm like, yes, I'm going. We're good. Like, I have a friend who's, like, really into fishing. I don't really care about fishing, but he likes to go in nature. I like to go in nature. Yeah. So I go with him. But and he I fishes try to, and you swim. Yeah, I swim, yeah. <laughs> I try to swim away from his fishing. But, sure, yeah, I was yeah. kind of thinking. <laughs> but I'm enjoying myself in nature. Catch yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm like, you do all the fishing, man. Take care of the fish. <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm going to explore the water. Yeah, it's the best. I did something that's, like, kind of gross recently well not recently like in the summer but i was riding my bike like in the shelby bottoms and i was like i want to get in that water and it's like the cumberland or something so that's not good there's like bodies in there or something right i don't know i don't know i just heard it's dirty dumping i didn't really know but i got in there i'm alive how did you feel when you got out fine got back on my bike like soaked you didn't itch or anything (laughs) no that's good no. Maybe it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were yeah. going to say you got in the duck pond or whatever. No, no. <laughs> like down. Like, <laughs> yeah. I do love to sit I did, there. But I no. did too. Yeah. I wanted to get in oh that water. Oh my gosh. Water. Yeah. It's, like, it sparkles. Just, yeah. Yeah. Imagine if we all did just like swim in there one day. Yeah. That would be kind of gross. I bet I, it's a little bit deep if you like it. Probably down is. There. I've always had this insanely weird thought but like what if you know like back in like roman times there was the gladiators and like mm-hmm. the arena what if there was just like a place 
like here in Nashville, where people just like like massive crowds congregated every day. And you, know, you like I like don't a know, fight or just like or a just, hang or just like take part in whatever's happening in yeah. the arena. Yeah, where like every day there's like I think I would eighty thousand people and like like to and compel people to go there. It's like everyone ha- it's like jury duty. Everyone ha- gets paid or, or like has to go spend their day there. And, yeah. And, like, take part in the crowd. I like it. I think, I mean, maybe not, like, every day, but I think I would like something that, like that maybe weekly. Yeah. It'd be crazy. And you I can just, like, could. hear the roar of the crowd. Yeah. I think that, I mean, some of that is happening right now with, like, protests. That's true. But I mean, I guess it's not the same, like. Yeah, I guess. It's not, like, under fun happy, or mad. Yeah, but... happy <laughs> pretenses, yeah, I guess. Right. Or, like, like, a gladiator game, like. Not necessarily that's happy, but like for entertainment. Yes. But yeah. it's just like this insane that this hat like action. people get together. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it is crazy. Like, I've I've been thinking about like bathhouses a lot. Oh yeah, I saw that your bathhouse. Like, oh what, yeah. And you, I, I was <laughs> yeah. like, what is a bathhouse? Yeah, it's great. What do you like? Just do you just leisurely take a shower? Or, I mean, no, a bath, you, like, or a bath? I mean, you, there's a hot tub in there type deal, and you just uh, like it's like salt water ish, some solar half maybe and you'll like go in there and then there's a hot sauna like a dry sauna yeah. and then there's the steam room yeah. and then you could like rinse off after but it's awesome what how like typically how long do you stay there mm, when we go we have like an allotted time of like two hours or something but i think you can do like an hour renting my friend works there so like uh, okay. get the perks sometimes yeah i was like what is this like you it's just really go there nice. and then it's kind it, of i mean it, it does make sense it's like a lounge or spa yeah it's like yeah a spa. it's a spa yeah. but i do like it did do something uh in like august where i was in Asheville, and we went to this place where like it was like that it was like super hot like sauna type deal you're like dying in there a little bit but in a nice way and then you have all these like um exfoliant like mitts and they give you a little goat milk soap and you have your own like dish like copper bowl oh wow that you like have cool water in and you like you're all in there exfoliating and it was so fun because there were like 10 of us and it was like a small room but i was like this is how it's meant to be yeah (laughs) we're supposed to be in here together (laughs) doing this every day Like yeah, the baths. Like yeah, like, imagine if get me like, in the baths with, yeah. my, with my girls. It's like yeah, it's like your people go to get coffee. Mm-hmm. We're going to have our bath before work. Yeah, it's kind of really awesome. We get there two hours early. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I wish I wish there was something like that for all of us. Right, man. Something to dream for. <laughs> so, what would you say you've learned living here? Um, I think that before coming here, if I had been like, oh, I really want to make music, I would probably have been discouraged by knowing how many people are doing that here. But I think what I've learned about like the people who live here is that most everyone like wants to support each other, which is really cool. Um. So that's something that I've learned like about here and kind of about the community of people here. Um, But like generally, I think mm, what I've learned is just like 
I don't know. You just have to like, in many ways, in many things in life, like you just have to have the audacity to do what you want to do. Yeah. Whether that be like, I'm definitely known to be like, I kind of know this person. I'm going to walk up to them right now and say hi. Like, I like because I want to and I want to know them. Yeah. Just things like that. I think like, yeah, it's helped me to learn about myself that like, yeah, just like how important connection is to me with other people and um, how easy that can be. Yeah. It's pretty normal to go up to someone here and be, hey, what's up? I, th- I see you online yeah. or whatever. Like, or just like, I don't know, I've seen you or around. Or seen you around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And people are like, yeah, yeah, what's up, man? Or whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah, no problem. It doesn't, like, there's not really a um, sense of, like, pretentiousness about yeah. that. Yeah. Which, like, I mean, yeah, I want to know everybody. I'm, like, so curious about people. Yeah. I just want to know what they're up to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great here. Just going to a place at a bar, especially all the bars. Everyone's yes. usually very friendly. Yeah, that's... You're like, hey, what's up? You know this person? And, like, you start right. talking. And no one's like, hey, we're with our group. No. Yeah. You know, no, I would hate that. Not like, yeah, what are you what are you trying to do? Head on one of our friends. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Like, no, just, yeah, you know, no, it's just like you're here and I'm here. Yeah. I just want to know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> what are you here for? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what is some advice you would give to someone who's gonna move here and do it? Yeah, I mean, just that, I think. Like that there, you know, there are it's very much it feels like an open arms policy. Um where people like they want to see you do well and I think that also like not there's so much I think that so much of what has been fun for me is that I have not expected anything out of you know what I'm making I like I'm like oh you know I hope that people like it but I've never been like (laughs) trying to get to the top or like anything like that just like knowing that you know so much of it is just in the friends you make along the way, you know, yeah. like just kind of like, it's really about, you know, being here, knowing people so much of, of making things and, and being here is about really like wanting to know people and to know yourself further and not to like get somewhere. Yeah. That's what I would I guess suggest. I'm not sure if that was super concise, but also you like you have to create your own opportunities. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, go up and talk nothing's to just gonna like no. happen. You I mean, unless I don't know, maybe you're really good at like TikTok or something. But <laughs> I, I personally am like that's I don't want to do that. Um, but yeah, but even so, like you are creating an opportunity with that kind of thing too, where you're like, okay, I'm gonna make this content, and that is like. Yeah, you gotta like, you gotta make a move in order for the universe, whatever around you, to move right. as well. You've just gotta ask, mm-hmm. ask for it. Yeah, and then move, and then take action. Right, action is probably the biggest yeah. part about it. Yes, definitely. Because you can get all excited about lifting two hundred pounds until you get to the gym. Yeah, and then you need a new excitement. Right, <laughs> absolutely. 
yeah, nothing's going to happen unless you lift a finger. Yep. So you were talking about this earlier, but I would say, like, what is your biggest personal growth from last year? Mm -hmm. I think that honestly, like, you know, I had a very traumatic event. And I think that through that, I like, I do feel a little bit more grounded and like, feel like it's okay if I like, can't make it to every show or things like that, where, you know, I would expect so much out of myself in order to like support people or to like be a part of something but like um there's just so much importance to like being like actually like I need to listen to myself and I need to rest or um yeah so I think just like not I think I've always had you know pretty decent self-awareness in that way but actually listening and saying yes to what my body is telling me that it needs or yeah I think that that is definitely a way that I've grown is just like having more like self-efficacy yeah self-preservation yeah knowing what because mm -hmm. yeah there is definitely there's so much going on here yeah and so many people and like you can go out and be on the scene all the time but like right that's almost a job in itself too. Totally. And then you, that'll drain you from something else you might be doing. Yeah, like do. I, you know, would go to like every one of my friends' shows like last year and was just very much, you know, I, I do love them. I want to support them and I want to be there. Um, but then like sometimes it's just like, oh my gosh, like I, I will like think back to that time period and I just don't know how I did that. Yeah. It's just so crazy to me that I was able to. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a lot that I, like like a few shows a week or something. Right. Like that's a lot to commit to. Yeah, and then you know, if you end up like partying or drinking too, right. it's just like yeah. you can really exhaust yourself. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, I turned twenty five in January and it's like I am like, oh my gosh, am, is this just what happens? Like, I'm so exhausted all the time. I cannot, like, go out, like, after somebody's gig or something and have, like, a drink at Dino's or whatever. It's just not, it doesn't feel the same. I'm, like, ready for bed. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and most every venue is, like, it's like a concrete floor. Or it's, <laughs> right. like, it's, like, not really the best for your back. Whatever, yeah, but. that's so true. Yeah, I just got, like, earplugs, too, because I was, like. Oh, yeah. Gotta so have it's just so much. Oh my god, I've been to too many concerts where I've definitely left with hearing loss. Yeah. When I saw, I remember seeing Deer Hunter like ten years ago. Nice. It was so incredibly loud. It was like so like unbearably loud. Yeah. And for the end, it was almost didn't even seem. It seemed kind of pointless because they were just droning out. Right. They were just holding sustain, and it was just earth shattering i mean for four or five days afterwards yeah severe and i was like i was almost like you know i wish i didn't even go to the show right i think yeah they're just like we have to like protect ourselves because I, yeah i mean i think about like there have been just so many that i've gone to and never 
used that or never done anything to like protect my ears um that's like not cool yeah it's like that's the one thing you can't get back right i need that like that's the one thing i probably abuse the most my body yeah no it's probably true for myself as well because you know i've been going to show since i was like i don't know yeah middle school i guess i'm not sure but and it's like i'll listen to music in my room but then i'll walk out of my room like oh it's really that loud in there yeah like but i can't totally you can't like when you're in the vicinity it's like feels normal yeah like wow i don't know that's true but so how do you um how do you consume media do you like watch youtube or i don't really watch youtube recently i have a little bit um because i am very into the band black country new road right now i forgot to mention them earlier um but they have some like live like concert like you know hour long or whatever videos that i sometimes will watch um i'm just kind of like hanging out um but in terms of i don't know i feel like i don't really watch that much i think that so much of like just like social media is a big one um but i do listen to a ton of music and like i have you know record player in my room and we'll listen to music that way a lot um do you watch movies not that much or shows or anything i don't i sometimes but it's hard for me to like get myself to be like okay i'm gonna do this now like me and my best friend we started the last of us like super late and we were like okay like yeah but like i won't watch it unless i'm with her (laughs) so and she doesn't live with me or anything so it's like and she's been uh touring like doing merch stuff so so like i like wait until she like comes home from that and we haven't and we finally finished that but um yeah now i'm like okay i don't i'm not watching anything nice so like when you get home or whatever you're when you're just like chilling out is it just mostly to music or like yeah music or like um yeah i feel like looking i'll be looking on instagram i try to lately i've been trying to and this has like always been something that i know that like feels really good to me um but reading like a chapter of a book before bed oh yeah i've heard especially reading fiction before you go to sleep is the best yeah, I've been reading this, like, really big children's book. Oh, yeah? What's it called? Um, Wildwood. Wildwood. Yeah. I've been reading it for so long because I'm always in between, like, so many books. For some reason, I start them. I need to just, like, get through this little lot that I have currently that's, like, sitting by my bed. But Wildwood's cool. I think it's they're making a movie soon. Um, but it's, like, the guy from The Decembrists wrote it. Oh, yeah. Something. I know The Decembrists. Yeah. I remember pretty cool um it's sweet wildwood yeah children's book yeah it's got great illustrations okay cool is there anything that you would like to add that i might not have asked you about Mm -hmm. i don't know i feel like i've had questions about you but like (laughs) i'm curious about drumming for you like Mm -hmm. what do you drum do you have a band? Do you play in a band? Uh, I don't have a band right now. Okay. But I practice daily. I teach drum lessons. That's cool. Um, 
I mean, you saw my little zone in there. Yeah. I'll show you my other little practice area yeah. downstairs. But yeah, I, I mean, I play basically every day. Awesome. I like to play. Um, I like kind of, uh, I guess, rock, hard rock. Nice. Odd time signatures, uh, world style music, African rhythms. Mm. Um, what? Or what did you want to know? Or what were you just that? Yeah, I I just wanted to know, like, I guess what you do with it right now. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of I do it with it, whether it's with people or not. I still do it every day. That's awesome. I have a t I have a mentor that I study with. Whoa! And um, how did you get that? Found him on Instagram. Nice. And liked what he was doing, and That's asked really him cool. to teach me, and he said yes. And he's really into West African rhythms and polyrhythms and fun stuff like that stuff i'm really interested in like world beats um i like i read this book called um african beats and african sensibilities and it's by this guy named john miller chernoff and he went to west africa like nigeria um uh ghana and studied with the ashanti tribe of ghana mm -hmm. and studied their hand drumming techniques and then he studied with the Yorubas in Nigeria and uh, studied their hand techniques. And then he explains kind of like, because he's an American, so he explains like their point of view from to drumming and music compared to our point of view. Yeah. And theirs is very ritualistic and celebrational and like cool. primal and like says they'll play drums for 12 hours straight. Yeah. And like it'll be a ceremony for a 12 hours straight. I'm like, oh, God. It's amazing. So, it sounds like you have like a bit of that if you're doing it every single day. Like a bit you know, of what? a bit of like that ceremonious like Yeah, it's I guess you could say yeah, it's ritual to me. I don't yeah. Know. But I like a ritual. I'm like I'll find I'm in Music City, I'll find whoever I want to play with. Yeah. I'm not really a freelance drummer, I guess. Mm. And I have my own particular style and I don't really, I don't know. I'm not like, I'll play your country gig, sure. your pop gig, yeah. whatever, you know. I kind of like, like some of my favorite bands are like Tool, The Police, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd. Nice. Travis Barker from Blink-182 is the reason I started playing drums. Yeah, I used uh, to watch videos of him in middle school. Yeah, when I was, in <laughs> when I was 13 years old. Okay, so... When I was four or five years old to when I was 12 years old, I mm. wanted to be an inventor. And I was dead set on being an inventor. That is so cool. And then when I was 13. An inventor. Yeah. I wanted to build things, make things. I went to invention camp. Really? Mm -hmm. Invention camp? <laughs> yeah. Dude, every Christmas, I'd be like, Mom, Dad, this is all I want for Christmas. Is what? I want the Batman utility belt with the grappling gun. Oh my god! And I was like, I want a grappling gun. So Did you bad. ever? No, I never got no. it. No. But here's the thing: is one day I'm going to build my own grappling gun. Yes, because at heart, yeah, you're an inventor. Exactly. That's so. So cool. then, when I was 13, I was like, wait a minute, I'm an inventor of beats. Yeah. Because I was like super into Blink 22, and I was like depressed, and like, you know, you're you're starting to like, you know, girls or whatever, and like. You have all these mixed emotions and all this mm -hmm. stuff. And I was like, 
for some reason, Blink-182, like, just speaks to me. And then I was like, why? Like, my friends were like, Jordan, you should play bass. We need a bass player in our band. And I was like, I don't know. I don't think, I was like, bass player or bass is not as cool. I was like, <laughs> Travis Barker's a badass. I want to be a badass yeah. like him. And so I bought for when I turned 14, my parents bought my friend's drum set he was selling. And then, yeah, I was dead sad. You know, I was like, this is amazing. So cool. Yeah, I was like, he's badass. He's like, I liked it because it was like super physical. I'm a mm-hmm. very physical person. I like to move around, I like to work out and all that stuff. Yeah. So drumming, another really, sorry to, I feel like I'm ranting no, too much. I had, I asked a question. Um, so when I was younger, I was obsessed with Star Wars. I still am obsessed with Star Wars, but not near to the extent that I am or was then. And I remember when I was in fourth grade, my mom was like, Jordan, we're going to go see Attack of the Clones episode two. And I was like, yes, yes. Like, this is awesome. And then my mom was like, we're going to go see it with Eric's family. And then I ran to my room and I cried and my mom was like, why are you upset? And it wasn't that I didn't like Eric or his family, but it was because I didn't want to watch Star Wars with someone who didn't appreciate it as much as I did. Oh, my God. And so, like, my third grade, fourth grade self was like, this is a travesty. Like, no. I can't watch this with someone who's going to take this casually. You know, oh this is gosh. very serious to me. And um, That's very, like, darling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so when I got to middle school and, you know, was having, like, depression or like whatever you know as a little middle schooler everyone's insecure mm. i was like I, well i love star wars so much because it was so deep i was like i can you know i can study it for hours and hours days and days and still not know everything yeah i was like every character has a story every gun has a story lightsabers like spaceships i was like this is incredible because it's so deep sports never did it for me i thought that was wasn't deep enough and the only other thing that I found that was deep enough was music. And that's like opened yeah. up a whole world to me. Just like something I was like, very I can, expansive. Yeah, I can be obsessed with it. Like, right. And I was like, I can be obsessed with drumming. I like, really appreciate people whose brains are like that. Yeah, like, I feel like I don't get, I mean, I am, but it's in a different way. Like, I'm not like, how do I learn how to do all the things? I'm like, I want to know everything about all the things that I like, like, you know, different, or I just want to keep discovering more songs by different people who are like, I just like to dig like that, but it's not like, how do I get the skill? I don't know. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I have to know. I'm one of the people that's like anything. I'll just Google it and then go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. Like, for a while, I was studying the war on terror because when the Trin Towers got hit, I was in third grade. And mm-hmm. I remember when that happened. Yeah. But I didn't know what the hell was going on. Right. You know? We were talking about this the other day, like, if we remembered or not. Yeah, and I remembered it exactly. Yeah. And I knew exactly where I was. And I was playing with my toys while it was happening and everything. Wow. And I knew exactly. Like, I had my G.I. Joes and I was watching the TV. with The G.I. Joes. Yeah, I had, I had That's like, crazy. I had 12-inch. Yeah, I had dolls that I yeah. would play with. Yeah, it's awesome. I would build. I, I mean, yeah, I, I can go on and on about toys and 
was super into my action figures when I was a little kid. Mom was like, Jordan, you want to go out for basketball? And I was like, no, Mom, I just want to play with my toys. That's awesome. And I was like a kid that played with his toys until he was like 12 years old. That's sweet. I remember, I feel like, thinking about like the last time that we were like, okay, like, like when was the last day that we were like, we're done playing dolls? Like, uh, like what happened that day that it was just like, no, it's, it's over now. Yeah. I think that happened when I turned 13. Yeah. I was like, yeah. She won't like me if I oh, like that. But I know. Hey, I know. Like, but that's what it, that's what it, it was. It really is just, yeah. You're, it's so, just what you're thinking about. Cause everybody wants to be, do. everybody wants to be older when you're younger. Yeah. Especially when it comes to like, I kind of like her. Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. But she'll think I'm silly. if I Exactly. My and, you're all like, and you're all like all insecure. But and, probably she probably wants to play with her Barbies too. Like, it's just so yeah. like, you know, like I'll remember the first crush I ever had in middle school. I won't say their name, but they like tormented <laughs> to me, tormented me because I didn't, you know, I didn't understand games you know what i mean mm. i had my my heart was just played with so yeah. much and i didn't understand why i was so devastated yeah. until people were like no jordan you gotta act cool or you know you gotta uh, you play hard to get you can't you know be too nice or friendly whatever and i was like this is bullshit yeah why not <laughs> yeah i still hate that just yeah. like just be upfront. About everything. Why not? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, what do you mean it's not good that I let her know I like her? Yeah. Like, and he was like, because, dude, you have to wait. Like, and I was like, this is crap. I know. It is just like such a psychological. And then that's when you quit going out to the playground because they're like, I don't know. <laughs> now you're going out for sports. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, I guess, cool. in a nutshell <laughs> about me. Yeah. So, Glad to know. what is something absurd you love or do? Oh, um, absurd. I don't know. What is absurd I love or do? Gosh, that's a hard one for me. I can give you an example. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. uh, For me, I really like vacuuming. Oh, I do like that too. I uh, I have a mobile car detailing business. And so I detail people's cars. Wish I had a car. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so I'm, you know, having a ball vacuuming. That's fun. Okay. I do love that too. I really love to clean. Oh, yeah. Very like. Yeah. Any particular about your cleaning supplies? I mean, I don't know about the supplies, but I just like, I cannot be productive in a house that is like messy. Like, if like my roommate leaves something on the table or like something like that, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like, that's way too much. Um, I think of other little silly things that I like or do. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Think of anything absurd. I love to like. I don't know. I like to like. We. Uh, I like to lead people in like weird things. Like lead people. Yeah, like a few weeks ago, we had a party at my house. Party. It was like super small, but we just like. It was like some planets were more visible than normal, 
Oh, um, so we had a planet party and like we laid on the ground and I made everyone do a sound circle. So like with our heads near each other, um, like, so, you know, our heads are on the inside. Oh yeah. Or like, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to, ex- yeah. Your feet are facing out. Feet are facing out, heads close to each other and you're in a circle. And then like one person will like start one sound. That's just, you repeat it the whole time. And then whenever other people feel led to add theirs in. Ah, you would so do that. Like, uh, yeah, well, or like, like more like repetitive, like so. Dot, 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 I would like, do like, z, 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 and then someone else would like start doing, you know, uh, something else. It creates like a. Whole, it's just cool. Like yeah. you're I, the way that the sound is traveling is fun because your heads are so close to each other and it's all sort of going into the middle. I don't know how it works, but it's fun. it's really fun. So I like doing that kind of thing. That's really fun to me. Yeah. When you say lead people, I guess you would. I'm the one who that said been your we're idea. doing this. Everyone <laughs> yeah. get on the ground. I truly, I was like, everyone lay down. So yeah, I like doing that. Awesome. Yeah, pretty fun. Well, time because I do. Thank have you, uh, book club, for being here and thank you. doing this. Thanks for reaching out. Yeah. Yeah.